In the past, technology leadership wanted a seat at the table. Currently today, it does have a seat at the table, but in the future, they will need a voice at the table. Welcome to There's a Better Way. Each episode, we sit down with a prominent expert or faculty leader to discuss how business principles can provide solutions to problems we may face in our professional or personal lives. Today, Meredith Condor, Executive Director for Fisher Executive Education, sits down with John Hershovsky to discuss how an ever-changing business landscape has heightened the CIO's role within an organization, and how John's vision for helping CIOs advance and excel in their careers has come to fruition with the creation of a new program at The Ohio State University. Welcome to There's a Better Way. Today I am speaking with John Hershovsky. I'm Meredith Condor, the Executive Director of Executive Education. John is a career um, consultant. He's done business process and organizational and IT consulting for over 30 years, but he doesn't look like it. <laughs> about, 20, yeah, about 21 years of those um, have been at Accenture. So welcome, John. It's great to have you. Great, thank you very much. I appreciate the opportunity. Great. Um, you've been a, in a front row seat of the light speed changes that have been happening in the technology space. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us what you've seen? Well, I, um, how much time do we have? Really? <laughs> uh, it's going to take a little bit of time. But I mean, I guess, you know, from the perspective of over my 30 years, right, when I started in this in this space, I mean, it really was the main, it was mainframe, right? And so it was a, it was an environment where, you know, it was the early, the early years of really leveraging technology, you know, for, for businesses, right? Whether a business is a for-profit or non-profit, whatever it may be. And, and what I've seen is that um, over time, it's, it's, um, it's become uh, really kind of coming together the, the, the business aspects of it to from a personal aspect as well too. So to now, when when you're using technology, you know sometimes it's not always clear whether you're using it, you know, on your from a day-to-day -day perspective for work, or if you're using it from a personal perspective because they blend so much together. And the technology has 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 really advanced to a level where it um, you can be much more. It can be much more effective. Um, from a day-to-day -day perspective, simply because of the of you know the, the continued advancements of the technology, so I've seen a lot, right? Seen a lot from mainframe, the client server, to now the cloud, right? And 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 we'll continue to see more and more um, evolution as we go. The thing that I think is really important, though, is that that um, and this will come back to the, the the subject for today, which is that that it has become, it was really a tactical aspect of the business, right? It was like, you know, being able to, like the first computer system, you know, ran a payroll for General Electric, right, back right. in the 60s. And, um, and now it's much more strategic, right? You can run whole businesses around leveraging technology. So that has made the, the, um, the need for technology, the need for strategic technologists, even much more important than it's ever been. So that's probably the the, the biggest change. Well, there's two big changes. One is the actual technology, mm -hmm. but it's the impact it's had on the businesses that it serves and the people that, that are utilizing it. Right, right. Mm -hmm. So as I think of it, another way, but very similar, mm -hmm. is that it used to be uh, about business process automation mm -hmm and cost reduction. And now we're seeing shifts toward business transformation and top line revenue. 
Yeah. It's it that's a severe change. Right. And so what have you seen in the change in the role of the CIO? Yeah, well, let me build off what you just said, right? So if, you know, back, you know, back in the day when, you know, when when I was just getting started in the in the, you know, late 80s, it was about, you know, reducing cost, right? So you're always trying to leverage technology to be more efficient, to be more effective. Now, they still try to do that today, yes. right? But but in general, that's what the purpose of it was. It was it was speeding up manual processes, mm-hmm. essentially is what it was doing, actually making them more accurate and so forth. But you're 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 spot on. What what has changed is that um, it's and, 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 and this is it's it's been changing over the years, but it's really heightened I think in the last five to ten years where where the the smart businesses have have figured out okay well we can yeah we can be more efficient and more effective but to really get to the next level we have to use it as a revenue generator so let's look at our service lines and figure out if we can do something you know maybe use leveraging technology that we never even did before from a business perspective mm-hmm. so what it's done to the CIO it's totally changed his or her way of thinking right mm-hmm. because their thinking before was really focused on you know, how do I become as efficient as possible, right? But now I'm being asked to be a, you know, a revenue generator, right? Like, what, what does that mean, right? And again, it comes back to the, the point of why it's so important for technology folks to really um, understand the strategic aspects of their work, plus the business to be able to be more effective what they're trying to do. Right. And I think COVID um, created uh, another layer for CIOs you know, prior to COVID, they might have been responsive or reactive. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, there was this major disruption, and technology yeah. was a huge solution to help a lot of businesses, like education, get yeah. through the disruption. So then they had to become a little bit more proactive. Yeah. Um, they became transformational partners, and I would like to think that some of their business colleagues saw them that way. Um, they saw them kind of prove their mettle during that time, yeah. and, um, you know, saw them actually align and integrate with other business services and and become these leaders that perhaps before they weren't seen that way yeah yeah i would i would i would tend to agree with that i mean i i think what what um the capabilities that um were were um developed during covid um from a technology perspective weren't new right mm-hmm. zoom wasn't new mm-hmm. as an example um but what it what it did is it was a reaction, right? And it, it was in a lot of ways it was the 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 reckoning of the business that you know it can't all be brick and mortar mortar it can't all be on premise, right? That you're going to have to be flexible, and technology was already in place for that. But what what wasn't in place was the organizational structures to make that happen. So so what had to happen? So essentially, COVID just forced it, mm-hmm. right? It it forced organizations including organizations like Ohio State to, to pivot very, very quickly right. to be able to um, accommodate what was necessary to do at that point in time. And so it, 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 so I think it was very much a reaction, although the technology was ready. But what's happened, though, is that I think it has given the enlightened CEOs and COOs of, of, the, of the business world the realization that you know, technology is not just about efficiencies and effectiveness. It's about you know, the, the, the enhancement of the business model, right? Mm-hmm. And the flexibility to be able to do 
more um, from a remote perspective, again, leveraging information technology to be able to do it. So it did, it did um, uh, as you said, it did heighten the, um, you know, the CIO's role right uh for um you know for the organization for with that there's no doubt about that i would agree with that yes and so now i think cios are being uh looked at as these transformational partners Mm -hmm. or potential transformational partners which require skills like problem solving and Mm -hmm. anticipating uh challenges before Mm -hmm. they happen and diplomatic communication skills and then also maybe broader business skills that would include uh, finance, strategy, leadership, critical thinking. Yeah. So what would you tell a CIO today? What skills do they need? And All where do the they above. go from here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> said, well, but, but I, I want to I stress a point, though, yeah. Meredith, that, that it's, um, that, that is not, what you, just, you, what you just described is right, okay. right? But that didn't happen in the last two years, right? That, that's been there. I mean, you know, that's been there for a while, right? It's the it's the enlightened CIO that got that, you know, years ago. That was light light years ahead of their of their competitors of their their peer CIOs in the space, um, and so that's they 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 always needed those skills, mm-hmm. right? And when I say always, I mean maybe not twenty years ago, but for sure, you know, ten years ago as as people were starting to leverage technology more and more from a top line perspective, as you described. So I do think that those are absolutely the skills that are necessary, right? I mean, what what happens with technologists, a lot of technology folks, is that they rise up through the technology ranks, right? So they can come in as, let's say, a developer or a programmer or analyst or whatever it may be, right? And then they get promoted to, you know, the manager of the app systems, right? Or the or the the network or the infrastructure. And then all of a sudden, they find themselves in the role of a CIO. And they've never really had this broad set of experiences around marketing and strategy and, and finance and, and um, decision-making and critical thinking and so forth. And so what happens to them is that they, they feel like they're, they're not qualified to be at that table with, with the other executives, the, the CFO and the, the CEO and the COO and the CHRO and all the Cs, yeah. right? And so, so they, um, it's because their experiences are very focused on, on the technology aspect of it. So they, they need, they, so what I see it all the time in my work, I, I work a lot with CIOs and I see a lot of them that, you know, they'll, they'll refer back to the technology, right? Versus referring back to like, okay, what, what really makes sense from a, from a strategy perspective, from a business perspective? So I do think it's, those, those are absolutely critical to have. And, and that, that actually, you know, kind of brings me to, to what, you know, to, to uh, really why we're having this discussion today, right? right. And that is that, that as I was seeing it, right, over my career, right, I started thinking about, okay, what can we do some, can we do something to help? Because in the technology space, there's not a lot of, of um, opportunities, as I mentioned, for those, those cross experiences and also for additional training, right? In our space, there's not a lot of certifications, right? You can, you can get a PMP or you can get some very technical, um, uh, certifications, or you can get some around, you know, project, you know, life cycle and so forth. But in general, 
there's, there's, there's nothing to help us to really become more strategic other than experiences, you know, when we get to a point where we have to be strategic, right? So they, they, that, this idea that we would, would be able to create a certification, uh, an opportunity to, to uh, give CIOs, give experienced technology uh, individuals, um, that this broad set of experiences through a certification process was the was the idea that that you know that I brought to the university a couple years ago, um, and the idea was that you know you would be able to that the university would be able to help um, you know with this need that that we saw out there or yeah. that I saw out there. Right, and so we're so glad that you came and you mm -hmm. partnered with us here in Executive Education, mm -hmm. and we started a process to investigate what kind of certification could we provide using business school faculty? Mm -hmm. And why don't you take us through that journey a little bit longer? Yeah, well, so, so as I was mentioning, I, you know, I, I saw this need, right? But I also personally wanted to, to um, have something, you know, in, in, in the work I do, you know, whether I'm certified or not certified, or I'm further educated or not, it's not, it, you know, in my point of my career, it, it's, it's, a, it's a personal objective, not as much a professional objective. I mean, it's personal because, because I, you know, I want to help my clients and be as effective as possible to help my clients. So I want to be able to learn more and, and, and but I, but it wasn't like I needed to have some sort of certification to, you know, further my career. Sure. Um, but what I, but what I was, was looking for was, was something to be able to, to enhance the, the personal side. Um, and so, so I, you know, I started to think about it, right? And I said, okay, well, you know, what, what is out there, right? So I started doing some research. I looked at, you know, other other um, programs like the um, you know like my my I've mentioned this before my wife is a is a CPA a certified tax uh, um, accountant and um, and so you know she's been certified for years right she has you know uh, a training that she goes through to be able to you know uh, keep up her certification there's a professional engineer there's certification process for that and so in 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 our world there isn't that type of of certification and so. Um, I started to look around. I, you know, I can Google just like anybody else can, <laughs> and there isn't, there wasn't anything out there, right? Mm -hmm. And then that's when, when I said, okay, well, why wouldn't I go to my alma mater, to, to Ohio State, to Fisher, and sit down with the dean and say, okay, here's an idea. What do you think about this, right? And so. I, you know, a little, little more than two years ago, I did that, sat down with the dean. And of course, he's like, oh, I'm sure there's something out there like this. And I said, well, go ahead and Google it yourself if you want. <laughs> I'm telling you, there isn't much out there. And, um, and so when, we, when, when he kind of figured that out, right, and, and, you know, he connected me with executive education and said, let's work together and figure out how to do something that will work. And that's what we did, right? And that's what we've done. And, and, and over this last two years, we've put together you know, um, uh, a, a process. We, we put an, an advisory committee together, a group of individuals here locally. There's also an organization called the CIO Forum here in Columbus that I reached out to and I and I pinged the idea off of that those that group of people. There's a lot of CIOs, a lot of senior IT professionals in that 
that group, about 200 individuals, and they were wildly excited about the idea of, of doing something like this. So we just kept working through it, worked with, you know, with, with executive education, worked with um, an academic um, leader from the, from the academic side, you know, here at Fisher. And what we came up with was this, this certification, right? This, this certification that will allow uh, seasoned IT professionals to to get a certification, a graduate certificate, but also more importantly, give them an opportunity to broaden out their capabilities so they can be more helpful and more effective, you know, for the organizations that they serve as an employee or if they're a consultant for their clients or if they're their own, you know, owner of their own business for the, the work that they're that they're doing. Right. And we're so proud to be able to offer this from Ohio State, mm -hmm. specifically because there aren't many, if any, other programs right. like this. But Ohio State wants to be recognized as a technology leader, right. and we're attracting new technology businesses every day. So to be able to supply a workforce that can lead the next generation of IT leaders toward a more forward-thinking, strategic um, organizational right. support or leadership mm -hmm. that's really exciting yeah it is well it's, yeah I, I agree I mean in and, and it's really needed right yes. you know it's it there's there's a real need for what we're talking about here right the the opportunity to help technology uh, professionals really be able to be more effective what they do because the, it, it's as we as we talked earlier right the the of, of all the fields that are out there right all the disciplines right the the one that that really is 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 going to have the most impact over the next in my opinion the next 10 to 20 to 30 years is technology and so we need individuals that really understand that and understand it from a not just from a tactical perspective right but from a strategic perspective and understand how they can work with their businesses to really leverage it in the most effective way that that is a that will be a, a competitive advantage for individuals right? right but and and that that's important and it's also important that when when you're a when you're an, an IT professional and you get asked to be at that table, right? That table of the senior leadership of the organization that you serve, right? It's it's I mean the technology folks are they're at the table now. They're at the table because a lot a lot of CEOs know that they got more more power than anyone else does because they control the data right. of the of the information, right? But now but the but the real point of this is not just to have a seat at the table, but to have a voice at the table to really be able to to um, you know lean in on on certain strategic topics and have a point of view where it's not just okay well you just tell me what you want me to do and I'll go make sure that the servers in the back room can work effectively for that that's not what we're talking about we're talking about helping the business be more effective more successful more top revenue top line revenue as you mentioned earlier that's exactly right that strategic piece is very mm -hmm. important you and I have been talking to IT leaders over the last couple of weeks, talking about this new certification, and I was impressed by a story we were told by a, an IT leader who said that he had three, uh, he had a position open as an IT senior leader, and he had three excellent candidates. And the way he differentiated the candidates is that he chose the candidate who had the most strategy experience. It wasn't about his technology experience or her technology experience. I don't know if he hired a man or a woman. Right. 
but it was about the fact that that person could demonstrate that they had been involved in setting strategy. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to equip IT leaders with, yeah, that experience. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it, yeah, I, I, you know, when we had that conversation, it didn't surprise me at all, right? right. I mean, that's, a, that's an enlightened CIO, right, that person, because, you know, in this case, he made a decision to, to um, move someone into that role that, that he felt would be able to, lev- you know, understood the technology, right? Understood the tactical aspects, the operational aspects, but could be helpful, uh, more helpful long-term because of the strategy framework that that person was bringing to the table. Yeah, it's a, that's really a no-brainer, right? In, in, a, in a lot of ways. And so that's, that's an important, that's, that's really important. And I think that um, a key um, aspect of this program is to be able to help those, um, you know, those individuals get that background, right? And and, and also, it's not just, you know, it's not like you're, you're going to take a, a you know, um, a, a one-year certification process and all of a sudden now you're going to be enlightened to be a strategist, right? But what it does is it gives you a thought process. It'll give you a thought process, a set of tools that that you may not have ever been exposed to before, right? And that's that's really really important um, right. uh, for for individuals. I mean, I I'm you know my my goal is to you know is to take the 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 program and to you know to become certified and and you know I'll be proud to put it as part of my you know <laughs> email you know response signature. or your signature, yeah. But but more importantly is that it, it'll. It'll, in my mind, it'll be accumulation of work I've done, right? Where because I, I do feel like I'm an, a, an IT strategist. I feel like I'm someone who can help my clients, you know, turn, you know, develop out a strategy and leverage their technology in the most effective way for yeah. their business. And so it'll help me to kind of sharpen my tools and maybe put some more tools in my tool toolkit as I as I work with them going forward. Right. You have been a tremendous partner um, with us to develop this program. We couldn't have done it without you and we look forward to learning with you as we launch our very first cohort for the Graduate Certificate of IT Business Strategy this August. Um, So stay tuned audience because next week we're going to have a podcast with Lori Kendall who's the Academic Director of the program to talk a little bit more about what is involved in the Graduate Certificate of IT Business Strategy. John, can't thank you enough for being Mm -hmm. here. You're always just a pleasure to talk to. (laughs) (laughs) It's fun to see you in person since we've been uh, over Zoom for so long. Yes. Anyway, thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. Again, thank you for the opportunity to to spend a little bit of time talking through this. This is a a passion for me. And uh, and I really am looking forward to to helping this get uh, off the ground and and go forward from the long term. So hopefully it'll be one of my legacies. Uh, from an from an OSU uh, Fisher perspective. We hope so too. All right. Thank thanks. you. Mm-hmm. We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. For more episodes or information about executive education program offerings, please visit fisher.osu.edu.